Hello, everybody. Welcome back to my podcast. My name is Haley. I still don't have a name, but that's only because I literally just filled my intro and it was about 10 minutes long. And I was like, all right, I'm not satisfied. I want to cover something else. So I'm going to be doing another one, even though I just filmed the other one, but I don't care because I'm bored and I want to. <laughs> anyway, um, today I am going to be talking about my experience as a student athlete in college and I guess kind of the whole shebang about softball and how it literally took up my whole life and then literally came abruptly to a stop and now I'm dealing with it. I'm now a NARP, non-athletic regular person. <laughs> I don't know if everyone else has ever heard that. I mean, probably because it's pretty popular, but it's all right. Um, so to start off, I was, so I played softball at a local community college, but it's like local. It wasn't like my closest local community college. It was like in another county over. So I did move out so that I could be closer to the school and practices and all that. I definitely could have stayed at home if I wanted to. It just would have been like a 45 minute drive every day. And like, I'm not really a driving person. So I was like, all right, I'm going to move out. And I wanted like somewhat of a college experience and like going to a JUCO, a junior college. I'm going to be saying that a lot. So just so everybody knows, it's a junior college, also a community college. Anyway, um, so I was like, all right, like I'm going to move out. I'll live with some teammates, like get that whole experience. Like it'll be great. Um, so anyway, I've been playing softball for around or had been playing softball for, I don't even know how long. Like I started when I was in third grade maybe um you know that's when I started playing like the machine pitch and like all that kind of stuff and I played at a very small school growing up so I wasn't really exposed to high levels of competition um obviously some of the teams I played around me and like at like the district level um and beyond that were very good and I got to see like good players because I also played on like a travel softball team which is like what you play in the summer and you just play like better teams and stuff like that um so I definitely saw it but I definitely was one of the top people at my high school I feel so egotistical saying that I don't know if that's a word but um I I, I would say I definitely was so I just kind of um felt like I was the top dog and whenever you're the top dog somewhere and you go somewhere else you're not about to be the top dog and that is such a humbling experience and that's literally exactly what happened um so I got recruited my junior summer so I was going into my senior year when I committed to this school you know you do that whole thing where like you commit to the school and you sign and you know all that fun stuff which I thought I guess um, and so, you know, I was really excited because, um, everyone talks about that's the next level after you're done playing high school. It's like, all right, where do I go next? And it's always college. So no matter where you play at, and I will say this till the day I die, everyone's going to be like, bitch, you only played at a junior college, but 
it was intense and I'm not gonna lie I think that every ranking of being a college athlete is literally intense obviously the ones the higher ranked ones kind of go through some more intense experiences but across the whole board it is just insane and I feel like no one really talks about it and or I feel like it's being talked about more and more, but no one really goes in depth about it because a lot of college athletes that are going through it at the moment, they're currently playing for their coaches. You can't bad talk your coaches. Good thing for me, I'm done. (laughs) So I can talk about it all I want. Like I literally don't care if any of my coaches hear it. Granted, they were all great human beings. They did a lot of nice things for me and I think it kind of, that's what kind of hurt the most when it came to kind of how a lot of the situations played out when um, being part of that team. So I started playing in the COVID year. So I graduated in 2020 and I'm not going to make it this whole thing because everyone's like, there's some people who are like, I graduated in 2020, like I didn't get this, I didn't get that. We got a lot of things even though like there was still the pandemic going on. So like we still got a full graduation, like we were all socially distanced, like cars on the track because I only had a graduating class of 68 so it was very doable so I'm not going to make it like this whole thing of like oh my god like blah 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 anyway um so I so we started then so there were a lot of things that weren't the same as like an average um kind of experience when starting because we had to do a lot of COVID guidelines which you know kind of sucks because you know we have to socially distance and you can't do a lot of team bonding because you can only have a certain amount of people in you know in different areas we were outside with masks on I'm not trying to say anything like that I'm just simply explaining the since the scenario to you guys so um so yeah it was definitely interesting and so I started out there and like I said when you're a top dog somewhere and I don't want to like I said I don't want to be like that but I had fairly high expectations going into this and I got humbled so fast you go in there everyone is just as good as you there's even people better than you and that was very hard for me to accept I'm like wait a second I was the number one I'm not number one anymore I'm not even close to number one anymore so what's going on here I don't even like what what is going on here and so it's just like okay here we go it's time and you kind of have no you are forced to adapt you know like when you're in those situations you don't have time to sit there and pout and be like why am I not number one there's a lot of opportunities for you to grow and if you don't take those opportunities to your advantage then you kind of get lost left in the dust and I think that's kind of what happened to me um so when we started that was my freshman year and obviously because of covid there was like a second wave around like thanksgiving christmas so we were put on remote practices pretty much that meant going over like plays and signs on zoom and then also doing like workouts at home so that was kind of hard because it's not like you're actually in physical person with your coach in front of you telling you what to do it's over zoom and I was doing it with a lot of my, with my teammates at the time who I lived with. And they, um, you know, they kind of help keep you on track because it's like, okay, well, at least I'm not alone. So I can't cheat myself because, you know, my teammates are right next to me. So that was, you know, nice to have them there during that support. But then we go back 
in January and it's like everything is weird again because I don't know any of these people and I only know my roommates because I met these people about like four times before and then we had to go remote so I didn't really know any of these people so it was like January we were starting completely over and a lot of softball teams in when they come back around like their spring break time they will go on like spring training and that will like ultimately like they play games against southern teams and like you know set up the season (laughs) lucky for us because there was covid we could not do that so we were just practicing inside of our gym and it's not like a high school gym with like wooden floors it was like i don't even know how to describe it i would try and describe it to so many people but it was like this matte flooring with cement under it so it wasn't very soft and it was very hard on the body but that's the only place we really had to practice it was a very large like area i would probably say maybe the size of a football field i would say that may that might be exaggerating but yeah so we had practices in there and you know kind of did all that and for a while um it was good you know like practices were strenuous we would have practices oh my god let's see if i can remember tuesday thursday friday saturday which isn't bad because well it was bad for me but there are a lot of like d1 schools or you know even lower levels than that that practice every single day for hours and you know um split out through the day they have weight lifting at 6 a.m blah 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 but our coach um she was also the athletic director and like had other responsibilities like kids and stuff so she um had to make practices all combined at once so we would do our lifting practices cardio kind of everything all at like one time sprint like one time frame and it would just be a lot because we would probably be at the school for around six to seven hours um seven hours at most that was like if it was really long um And with me being a pitcher, we normally have, you know, pitching before and stuff like that. So we would do pitching before and then we'd do our practice. We'd do like our whole warm up and then we'd have groups split in going to weightlifting, practicing, and then like some other um, sort of thing in another room. And practices were probably around three and a half hours long. And then we had study hall after and then film and all that. So that was kind of big and it was just really long strenuous days and it's kind of hard when you are at a community college because you don't have like dining halls there so you're going home i'm going home to my apartment which like i said is my own decision but i'm not cooking myself dinner i don't want to do that i'm gonna stop at mcdonald's i'm gonna do that like i don't want to cook myself dinner and living with other roommates is such an experience like you it's you just i don't even know how to put it it's just insane but that's not what we're talking about today but anyway so like living with your teammates is great and it just puts you with people all the time because i'm living with them and then i'm at practice with them and that's all i'm doing um so i did work during this time it was very far and few but that's pretty much what my life consisted of when I was not practicing I was at work and when I didn't have either one of those I was doing schoolwork. granted a lot of my classes were online still because they were still offering those online experiences 
so it made it a little easier so you know I didn't have to go sit in class listen to a lecture kind of all that but there's still a lot of homework and workloads so yeah that was kind of the basics of it and it kind of changed my second year because um you know COVID's gone now or it wasn't implemented as much because we didn't have to get COVID tested we didn't have to wear masks you know like kind of everything was going back to quote-unquote normal and so this is when it started getting even more intense because we didn't have restrictions we didn't have to do anything like that so the coaches could go back to what they did before and that involved strength spring training scrimmaging other teams you know nobody was on quarantine for a certain amount of days you know like everything was back to normal and I definitely felt like my second year I experienced a lot more burnout because it was like my first year I got humbled so I was like all right well you know I'm not the best I'm not going to be the best so it just kind of has to be that way Um, And then my second year, um, I lived with even more girls in an even smaller place. So paint the picture. It's it's literally not great at all. But but now I have in-person classes. Practices are even longer. There's no restrictions. We have more games on the schedule. So it was very shocking. And you're just like, what the heck is going on? I don't know what's happening. I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. Like, how am I just supposed to adapt to this? This wasn't how it was before. And you're just like, what the heck is going on? And honestly, I think that's kind of what started me spiraling into not loving softball anymore. There were a lot of things that happened um, in, in the team. Um, like our spring training is literally designated to get all of the drama out and let me tell you all of the drama got out it is very hard for around 16 girls to be in one trip together for around a whole week without anybody getting irritated we're in the sun it's hot we have to run if someone gets in trouble like everyone is fuming we just want to go home even though we're in Florida. So it's great, but I wanted to go home. I'm like, I don't want to be here anymore. I'm sharing a bed with with my teammate. We don't get to pick who we're with. Granted, it's supposed to like, you know, build relationships, but you don't get to pick who you're with. You're forced in these rooms with very small amounts of space, one bathroom, might I add. So it's just like, okay, this is a lot. And it's made to be like that I know the coaches are doing that on purpose so that we can kind of adapt to be around each other because once you get in season you're around each other you know just as much but it's still intense and like I said there are a lot of factors that kind of go into developing burnout or hatred for the game or just overall dis like and depression around for all the people around you and I think that is what I really suffered from because it was like I was forced to adapt to these experiences around me and I had no idea what to do was and I was like is anybody else experiencing this I I don't know like I can't tell if this is what everyone else is experiencing i don't want to be a baby because it seems like everyone else is holding it together but like damn this this is kind of hard and it was like no one really talked like i said no one really talked about it no one was like oh yeah like 
I don't really want to go to practice today because I'm really burnt out and I'm stuck behind this and blah, blah, blah. Everyone was like, all right, ready to go. We always started each practice with five laps. Five laps? What the heck? It's not, in in the grand scheme of things, it's really not that bad, but it's like, that's how we're going to start it. So, you know, like that's what I was opening my practice to is just a dreadful opening. (laughs) So it was hard, you know, like wanting to go to practice and wanting to show up to games. And like I said, I was humbled and I didn't really play that much. And that kind of hurt because when you turn to play at a college, like on a college team, you want to play. That's the whole point is, you know, when you're playing on high school or travel teams, you're playing. And there's a lot of people who, you know, might have experienced this early on in the high school and travel years of not playing. And that kind of, you know, led them to the early burnout and um, dislike for softball. But that just wasn't how it went for me. I love to play. I wanted to play all the time. All of my free time was spent around softball. And then when I got to college, I wasn't playing anymore. And then I was forced to practice. And then I was like, why am I practicing this? I'm not even on the field. Like, And I know that's such a terrible mindset. But if I'm being honest here, that's truly what my mindset was. Why am I practicing? I know she's not going to put me on the field. I know she doesn't have confidence in me. So why do I need to have confidence in myself? And that really hurt, you know? It sucks knowing that you're not the best and you don't want to work anymore. I didn't want to try and be the best. I saw people that were better than me and had these skills that I wasn't even introduced to until I got to college and I was like, there's no way I can catch up. I'm behind. There's no way I can win my coach over by all of a sudden being able to develop these techniques or skills that these people have you know already been practicing for two to three years like it's just not possible and so I gave up in my second year I pretty much gave up I was at practice and they're forcing us to practice these scenarios of bunt coverage p.s. if you're on my softball team you know how terrible those bunt scenarios were in the gym like oh my god Anyway, they were bad, but it's like, I, it was a waste of my time. I'm spending six hours in this gym to ultimately get nothing back. And that it just, it just makes you not want to be there. And it makes the whole process very dreadful and terrible. And, you know, maybe that was a fault on mine because, you know, I, I didn't want to fight, you know, where some people are like, oh, I don't care. Like, I know these people are better than me, but I can, I can put in the work to be better. But it honestly didn't seem like I had that support. You know, it was like, it seemed like from the get-go, there were people that automatically had a spot in the starting lineup and there was no moving them. Which granted, I'm not taken away from anybody. You know, maybe these people worked very hard to, you know, get to where they get to be in the starting lineup. But it was like no one else had a chance if their spot was locked in. There was no way that you could, you know, kind of be able to fight back. And there was just no want or desire. And 
it sucked really because you know my parents who have supported me for god knows how long my grandparents my grandpa came to every single game and i sat the bench there were games that i didn't even touch the field and he was there supporting me and i think that's what kind of hurt the most too because it's like wow like i have people here supporting me and i don't even want to be out there i don't want to be on that field the second my coach would call my name because you know when we're blown out a team or we're losing super bad that's when you know i would get the opportunity to go in i don't want to go in you know my grandpa's sitting on the sidelines he's so ecstatic because i finally get the chance to go in no way why 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 are you putting me in right now what is the point of me going in at this very moment you know like that's kind of how the mindset was and that and that hurt really bad and it just it takes this mental toll on you and because it's all you're doing all the time softball college this that you have to do this you have to do that and you're just like can this be done already why is this still going on the amount of times i thought of quitting was insane shout out to my dad though he told me that it's very important to finish the journey even if it doesn't feel like you should and you know it's i was very happy i finished out because you know then it kind of gave me my satisfaction of like all right well you know like at least i'm not a quitter <laughs> i was very close to being a quitter but i'm not a quitter and you know like i didn't give anybody the satisfaction of running me out of anywhere um they definitely did beat down my self-esteem but it's all right and i i think that was the hardest part was you when i was playing softball that was my whole personality you know like you are doing this all the time and you're doing it even more all the time in college so when you don't really have time to form interests around other things you like to do like um let's for example reading i love to read now i had never picked up a book then i was on the bus for hours on end i definitely could have picked up a book but instead i'm moping because we're going to a game and i have to sit there on the bench and do nothing for might i add they are double headers so there were two games at once like two games in one day and it's just long when you're just sitting there and it's not like i'm like sitting there i'm obviously very supportive of my teammates you know some of my best friends were on the field tearing it up and that was great to see them out there living their best life making amazing plays hitting bombs kind of all this and that but it hurt me because i'm like i can't i'm not even out there with them i'm on the sideline watching them but i'm in my uniform watching them do that and it was sad it's sad it's so sad watching that and it's just all you think about the whole time that you're there because obviously you're not going to be able to put on a happy face when you're there and be like oh my god like yes i'm so happy to sit here and cheer on my teammates no like like i said obviously it's there but you're not going to be like thinking that the whole time you're like oh here's another day of games putting on my uniform honestly there were times i didn't even have to wash my uniform no dirt no sweat no nothing maybe my socks because of my cleats but like that's what i'm saying like it's 
all these things add up and it's hard to kind of keep your head up, especially when it seems like, you know, it really seems like my coaches didn't care. I'm going to be for real. And, you know, maybe they don't have to. But the amount of time we spent together and the amount of the demands out of my coaches, I feel like at the very least, I could have gotten some sort of desire to care about how I was feeling and it seemed like even if I had asked them hey what can I do better they would tell me and I would try to do it obviously because they told me that's what I need to do but it wasn't enough and you know it wasn't like you know like I should ask you know like you have to go up and ask your coach but why was I not receiving feedback back why was I not getting like hey, I see you're working on this. You're so close to being where we want you to be at. Just try this. It seems like I never really got that. And I never had a connection with my coach like a lot of my other teammates did, you know? Seems like a lot of my friends and teammates had this connection with our head coach of like, oh my God, like I've cried in her office. She's so sweet to me. I would cry in it. I just feel like she would look at me in like this weird, awkward forced like I don't even know it was just not great so I don't know if that added to it too but it was like I don't know like it just it wasn't great for me and I mean it's hard seeing how something you love so much just disappears in front of you like you're watching it And, you know, I definitely could feel it after the first year, but I was like, you know what, maybe I'm a freshman. It's hard. You know, you get humbled. But then, like, they tell you all these things and they're like, you do this and you'll do and you'll start and then you do it. But it's like, it's not what they want. And you just are like, it's like the whole game. It's like a whole questioning game. What, what do I have to do better? What, why am I not good enough? Why is she there when she's not doing what they ask but I get pulled when I don't do that see like that's what I'm saying so it's just like it's a lot of questioning games and a lot of unanswered questions and it makes you go crazy and it's hard and there's just no want or desire to go back because these girls are supposed to be your teammates and granted they're supposed to be your teammates not your best friends but for real I'm like I don't ever want to be around any of these people ever again like ever and it's like that's what makes it even worse because it's 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 still a game it's still a competition when it comes down to it someone will stab you in the back someone will do something to get ahead of you and I hate that I hate that I wish everyone could just have a genuine connection everyone can get along everyone wants what's better for the other person but in these type of environments it's not it's non-existent it's I don't feel like anybody had my back um when it came to the game at least you know like I had a lot of friends on the team and you know I'm still friends with them now and you know who you are love y'all anyway but it's like that's what I'm saying like when it came down to it everyone was there to fend for themselves and I just don't really like that feeling or vibe or you know this fake feeling of you have to be a team you have to be there for each other but at the same time you can stab them in the back if you want if it means you'll get ahead yeah sure 
And that's how the cookie crumbles. That is how the cookie crumbles. And, you know, I think the hardest part about this whole thing is looking back and, you know, looking at it from how it actually was, you know, because it's very different from when you live it. Um, There's a lot of experiences, you know, you're influenced by emotions and outside perspectives. But when you get a second to look back and see, you know, it's like, damn, that's that's really what happened. And and that's really what happened, you know, like everyone has different experiences when it comes to this type of stuff. But that just unfortunately happened to be my experience when it came to this. And, you know. You win some, you lose some, literally. You win some games, you lose some games. You win some positions, you lose some positions. And it just was hard because I didn't get the closure that I wanted to. I wish if I could go back, it's hard because if I could go back, I would not ever play that sport in college because the mental toll it took on me was insane. But... The person I came became outside of that whole thing is something so fulfilling because it's like I had the worst time and experiences and mindset in this during this time. But now I get to learn from it, understand how I was treated and how I would not ever act like that around somebody or treat somebody like that. And it just makes you conscious of what you want to do in your future. And I'm not saying to sign to a college and put yourself through a mentally beating, challenging experience just so you can become slightly better. I'm just saying that there's always times where it's going to seem like it's awful and the worst and the end of the world. And I really thought that, you know, there were times where I didn't even recognize who I was. I'm like, this is what we became. And looking at myself now, it's like, I know I couldn't have got here without that. And that's probably, like I said, the most fulfilling experience about this whole thing. Because you're like, all right, I did that. I just did that. I became the best version of myself after just getting beat down to rock bottom and you know they always say the good thing about being at rock bottom is you're only able to go up and honestly that is very true because I'm I was done with softball at the beginning of this year um and or the beginning of the semester and it was weird because you know a lot of my friends went back And a lot of people are still playing there. Or I'm rooming with people who are playing softball at another school. So it's still definitely very prominent in my life. So it's kind of hard, you know. Because at first you see it, you're like, did I make a mistake of not going back? You know. But at the same time, it's like, did I want to go back? If I went back, would have I enjoyed it? And I already knew the answer to that before anybody even had to ask me that. (laughs) So I knew that it was... A good thing for me to leave even if I have the worst FOMO of my whole life but I'm happy I'm happy now I don't have to commit myself to something that's not 
helping towards my future or, you know, kind of even anything I don't want to do. You know, it doesn't technically necessarily everything you do has to go towards your future, but I didn't like it and I didn't want to do it. So I made that decision and, you know, based on even though kind of everyone around me was like, oh, you should go back, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's hard, you know, when all these people are telling you to do something and you want to do the complete opposite. But it's very important that you always make a decision um, based on what you want to do. Because at the end of the day, ain't nobody else feeling those feelings. Nobody else around me was feeling what I was feeling. I was feeling that. That's kind of my whole rant. I don't really know if that covered any of the student athlete experience and if you are a high school student listening to this for some odd reason and you're thinking about going to school and you're scared now don't be it's I would definitely say take precautions because there are a lot of things that the coaches and programs hide when they're trying to recruit you so I would definitely be aware that you know when it comes down to it it's all about winning and some people will only do what is necessary to win it doesn't matter about anybody else so um keep that in mind i appreciate you guys for all listening to this um i will catch you guys on the flip side thank you for listening bye